Evening everyone, TMA Friday night live everyone. Uh, this is the Pigeon. I'm joined by uh, the young man, Daniel Dean. Evening fella. Uh, it's a good uh, evening. week coming up. Yeah, evening mate. Um, the Palace, defeating the Palace on um, Tuesday night, uh, accompanied by Mrs Pidge. And uh, hopefully um, <laughs> the wins will follow Tottenham. Tottenham's going to be a tough game, mate. I'll tell you, I'll, I'll, get your, um, I'll get your opinion on that in a second. Right, this like we say... TMA Friday Live, this is for the, for you, the fans. So let's get your score predictions in, your lineup predictions, and everything else in between. Any of your topics, Tottenham related, please throw them out there and we'll get them answered as quickly as possible. Right, just um, like I say, uh, Hughesy's on his way. And um, who, need, who, who needs shoes when we've got Sissoko? So um, what a fantastic <laughs> sign. We'll get on to that first and then we'll, uh, while we're doing that, all your opinions on Sissoko, what, how do you think the impact he's going to make? And also, like I said, the score predictions and everything else uh, Tottenham-related. But, uh, yeah, uh, but it's still Tottenham-related. I mean, that's a bolt out of the blue. You know, Hughes, Hughes more or less gone. And um, Sissoko confirmed within a day. I mean, great signing, mate, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, like I said to you off camera, I remember seeing him um, playing for Newcastle. I think we lost 1-0. It was a good few years ago, and he was the best player on the pitch that day. He was powerful, strong, big, quick. He had a bit of everything. If we can get that player, like you said, the one place for France, one hell of a player we've just signed out. I'm happy with it either way. But And plus, he's quite tall as well. We need a bit of height in that midfield, but no, a very good bit of business there. Yeah, well, we're uh, going to get from the Cheese Room podcast, Tottenham fans. Um, we've got uh, Shannon that is on her way very shortly. So we're going to get a view from the Tottenham uh, Tottenham side as well. So that'll be, she'll be on very, very shortly. But yeah, I mean, like you said, just before we went on air, if we can get the Sissoko of the... Uh, of what he did Newcastle in, in a lot of ways, uh, the Tottenham one in patches. I know that they'll probably um, confirm this, that he was woefully inconsistent. And it was a bit like Jerry when he was at Everton and he came to us, you know, the on and off game, a bit of magic. But I'll tell you what, plenty of Premier League experience, international experience once again, just the same as Danny Rose. And like we said, we both said this, these are the type of players, international and top level experience that we need to help us to sustain our um, Premier League stakes for next season. So, yeah, I think absolutely amazing signing. Obviously, look, looking at that, we've got Kuka, who at the moment is doubtful for Sunday, but he should be definitely back after the national break. Suzoko can drop in straight away if we need to. And we've also got Ozan to um, come into the fold as well after the international break, which you've confirmed as well. So he'll be he'll be available then. So that's three solid midfielders, all free experience. Even, even Ozan, 26 years old, still a, you know, very, a ripe, ripe young age as well. You know, in the prime of his career, Turkish international. Yeah. I think it's 26, 23, sorry. It's 22, 23. So, you know, we've got, we've got three solid midfielders there Two at least plenty of bags of experience in the top, in the top flights of their respective countries as well. Obviously, Sizoko being, you know, the Premier League, we've got uh, Kucha from, uh, you know, with Palmer. So, yeah, yeah, it's it's looking good, mate. Right. OK, so we'll we'll get um, Sh uh, Shannon on here as well. Uh, evening, Shannon. You all right? From the um, Cheese Room podcast, Tottenham, Tottenham <laughs> um, podcast. So uh, how are you doing? Um, looking forward to Sunday? Yeah, definitely looking forward to getting to the stadium. Um, obviously watching the game. I think it's going to be a, be a good game. Um, thanks for having me on. 
No, pleasure. no, pleasure, pleasure. Yeah, um, how do you think Nuno's done so far? I mean, obviously, with results, you've done fantastic. I mean, it's a great start, but um, do, you, do you feel that so far the impact of Nuno has been stamped on the team, or do you think there's just more? There's obviously more to come with only two games gone. Oh, I think the start he's made has been so impressive. The way he's dealt with everything that surrounded the club in the last few months as well, since Harry Kane did that interview with Gary Neville, obviously, and he came in. He came into a storm and he's dealt really well with that storm. So, mm. yeah, um, I've only got good things to say about him so far. Obviously, there was the questionable result, a way to pass off, which I think was just... I understand why he did it, obviously, away in Portugal four-hour flight home, getting home at 2am and then have a, a tough game away at Wolves the following Sunday. So I get why he did it. And obviously, all of that's been redeemed for after last night's result. But yeah, I've got nothing nothing but respect for him, nothing but praise for him at the moment. And I think the way he's dealt with everything has been so classy. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. And we, we, we've obviously, we had great battles with Wolves when Nuno was in charge and he'd done a great job there and everyone um, at Wolves, I think, some people said he took them as far as he could, but also the majority of them, you know, thanked him for their time and they, they loved him over there. So, I mean, we, we from the outside looked like you had a decent manager there, obviously, with a world-class Mourinho, just didn't click there. Um, you know, I know you guys laugh at that. I mean, it's trophy cabinet, but it just, it's just one of those ones where it's, yeah, it, it didn't fit. I mean, Danny Rose had an interview with Ben Foster and his cycling GK thing, and you can tell, um, Rosie weren't too pleased when, when Mourinho was there. But that was obvious with the, um, Amazon, you know, documentary. But, uh, yeah, I mean, how do you think this is going to play out on, um, Sunday? I mean, it's, you know, you've, you know, you've got a fantastic start. We're obviously coming back on a, shall we say, disappointing defeat at Brighton. But mm. it's from both sides, it's it should be a pretty decent game as well. Yeah, I think it'll be interesting on Spurs' side to see how we line up against Watford. Because obviously so far we've played City at home, which is obviously one of the toughest games we're going to mm. have this season and got a result and played some really good football. Um, it was almost like Joe's able, as we call it, which was obviously really negative, and we all went, wanted to stick pins into our eyes last season. Yeah. <laughs> but it was it was more it was more progressive. Everything we were doing was further up the pitch. The front three were winning the ball back, and that was really promising to see. And then I think it was more of the same. Really, I mean, Wolves. I think Wolves had the better of the possession, but we had the better of the chances. Um, and I think on on the grand scheme of things I think a draw would have been a fair result but I think with with the chances we had we probably should have had I mean they had one clear cut clear cut chance where Eric Dyer lost the ball on the halfway line um and then obviously trial away pounced on it and it was a one-on-one with Lloris um and obviously Lloris is one of the best goalkeepers in the world so yeah all confidence that he was always going to save that but but yeah no I mean they never really challenged us so defensively we've been good um I think that'll be um one of the toughest things for Wolves is breaking down that defence. And then you've got that shield in, I mean, Watford, sorry. And then you've got that shield in front. You've got, obviously, Dyer and Sanchez, who we will all say at times can be questionable. Yeah. Um, but they seem to have something different in their dinner this season. And then you've got, obviously, Tanganga at right back, who's just an absolute unit. And Reggie on at left back, who will do most people for pace. So, yeah. And then you've got Skippy, Hoybier, it's protecting that that back too as well so yeah I think that will be the biggest challenge for Watford is um, can you break down that 
that four at the back with the three in front with Delhi putting in a massive shift defensively as well. I think, yeah, and then you've yeah. you've got the front three of what is probably going to be Son, Kane, and Bergvine as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's um, yeah. So it's quite straightforward <laughs> for us to um, attack you and defend against you, obviously. Then, isn't it? Um, yeah. I mean, you you've had a you guys have had an eventful summer. You know, we've yeah. obviously Kane now committing his future. Well, for his shall we say short term future at the moment. I think it's probably blatantly obvious that he's on his way. Um, Probably shockingly quicker than um, Andre Gray for us, uh, to be honest. I mean, <laughs> you know, guys, we've got, uh, you know, at least with your one, he's world class. With our one, is, um, yeah, we're not even going <laughs> to say anything with him. Um, that's all, all we say with Andre Gray. You can have him if you want. If you're struggling for strikers, we'll let, we'll drive him to you. If you want, you're more than welcome to have him. Right. If um, anyone's just joining us, this is Shannon from uh, the Change Room podcast, Tottenham fanzine. Uh, so, um, yeah, I mean, if, People, I mean, we get a few Tottenham fans, obviously, on TMA TV, um, on Facebook. But um, where can we, where can we find the Cheese Room podcast? Is it just on YouTube, or do you, yeah, you know, all the other social network platforms? Yeah, so we've got obviously we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, we also we have the YouTube, but we also do a podcast as well, which um, is available on um, Apple, Spotify, all good podcast channels, if you like. <laughs> But yeah, we're we're sort of relatively new on YouTube. I think I think the guys I've only just come into the frame, but I think the guys started it at the end of last season, um, sort of grew it over the Euros, and then obviously with the with the transfer window being open um, and the start of the season, it's just it's growing like mad. But the podcast I think's been going for about four years. I think there's twenty thousand followers on Facebook, something like that. So it's it's pretty big. Um, mm. But yeah, obviously always always room to grow it um bring in more people and the guys are great it's always a good laugh pitch you'll see on our show later on um, yeah. it's always a lot of banter a bit of back and forth between we all take the piss out of each other <laughs> good that's the way it should be <laughs> yeah exactly exactly um and also the i mean you you would know more than uh, more than anyone and musa Suzuko now obviously confirmed this afternoon um coming to us so uh, another former tottenham player over to over to the Hornets. Um, for people, I mean, most of us, me and Dino, um, know pretty much what we what we're getting with experience. Is centre midfielder for us? It's value. It's, it's completely invaluable for a player like that to come to us. Obviously, with us trying to um, stay in the Premier League, obviously for another season. But if anyone's obviously hasn't watched him before, and from the stuff that you from the games that you've watched him, what do we what do Hornets fans expect from Sizoko? In Sissoko, I think you've got a player that will always give his all. He will always give his all. Obviously, he's still a full France international. Yep. Um, he's an absolute powerhouse. He's a he's a proper athlete. He runs and runs and runs. I mean, you you should expect if if you're sitting behind the goal and you're in the heights, do expect a couple of shots from Sissoko to hit you in row Z. Yeah, but, <laughs> but when he but when he does score, it's always an absolute weldy. We always used to call him the goat, um, mm. and he he is just a he's a he's a presence in the midfield, and I think it's a great signing for you guys. Obviously, with what we're trying to do at Spurs at the minute, I think it was his time to move on. Obviously, mm. um, we've got oh, and Dombele. I don't know what's going on there. Yeah. Um, but you've got Gio Lacelso. You've got Delhi that's now sort of going into that box to box role. Um, so I think it was just it was his time now to sort of 
have a new challenge elsewhere. And I think it's a great signing. It was a great signing for both of us, I think. Great signing yeah. for Spurs to get him off the wages. Great for Watford, obviously. Brings you experience and it brings you a presence in that midfield as well. Yeah, so I mean, most of us, including myself, Dino, I'll let grab, I'll let Dino talk for once in a minute. Um, but we, a lot of us said it's a massive upgrade on Will Hughes. Obviously, age-wise, you know, you're looking at the other side of thirty. But uh, do you view that? I mean, it's probably an obvious question. Do you view that as a massive upgrade of Will Hughes, and that's pretty much, yeah, great signing all round. You reckon? Yeah, I think what you've what you've done is you've swapped a championship player for a player that did bits in the lead up to a Champions League final that we got to a couple of seasons ago. He's a French international. They're obviously World Cup champions. Sissoko was a part of that. So, yeah, um, I think he's definitely an upgrade on Will. He, a different type of player, but yeah. I'd, I'd say an upgrade because he's just got so much experience. He's He knows what he's doing and it just brings that. I think Watford have a pretty inexperienced squad don't they sort of bring in you've brought, made a lot of signings this season so you've just got someone there to just to steady the ship a little bit and he's a he's a proper leader on the pitch as well yeah brilliant do you know anything mate sorry i've been yeah doing can all you the see um winks getting in your tottenham side this year Oh, it's a good job you've got me here and not the caller because of the <laughs> <laughs> because Winksy isn't isn't he's not Winksy's biggest fan. Look, it's really hard because Winks a couple of seasons ago was a really promising talent for us. Obviously, he's Tottenham through and through. Um, what, that game against we always go back to that game against Madrid where he absolutely ran the show. Um, but yeah, I d I don't see him getting into the Premier League eleven. But he can do a job for us in the obviously we're 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 competing on four fronts. You've got obviously the Premier League, you've got the League Cup, FA Cup, and obviously we've got the Europe Europa Conference League as well. So he'll be an experienced senior senior member that will will start most of those Conference League games, and I reckon the majority of the cup games as well. He yeah. did put in a really good tackle yesterday um, to to set up the first well, to start the first goal that Harry Kane scored. So he's still got something there. I don't know if he's just another one when Jose came in that just got completely shot of all confidence. I think that was a problem in our squad last season. Um, obviously, Pochettino um, before the Champions League final was coming out and saying, "Oh, well, if we win, I might leave," and I think that unsettled the players. And then. Yeah. The, the come down of the result in the Champions League final as well. I think that affected them. And then you get someone like Jose Mourinho. Our players have been used to a proper man manager for the last like five years with Poch. And you get Jose, who first thing he said to Delhi is that he's lazy in training. Well, you're not going to get anything out of Delhi Ali if you if you like that with him. So no. I think that might have been a problem with Winksy, but now obviously Nuno, fresh slate for everyone. He, I just think you've got so much talent in that midfield. It's going to be difficult. You've got Skippy that's come in as well. Skippy's arguably... Oh, I like that nickname. That's funny. Skippy. Skippy. <laughs> well, yeah, Oliver Skip obviously come through the academy, 20 years old. Yeah. Had a great season at Norwich last season, obviously. Yeah. I'm guess, guessing you guys saw, saw what he mm. could do. Um, yeah, and he slotted into that midfield really, really well, taken to the step up really well. And we're excited to see what he can do. So he's got a lot of competition. But if he puts his head down and trains hard and proves himself, there's no reason why he can't. But just based on what I've seen the last couple of seasons, I don't see him breaking into that 11. 
Okay, what's the uh, score? I'll get you uh, off the fence. Um, what do you reckon the score is going to be uh, Sunday? <gasps> I, feel really, <laughs> I feel really harsh saying it, but I think it will be 3 0 Spurs. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> I, I'm, I always put down a what for win, but it's going to be it's going to be very tough. I mean, you guys are flying at the moment. Fantastic start. And uh, right, Shannon, thank you ever so much. That was literally last minute, and um, they sent sent you in to the trenches to um, come and see us <laughs> lot. So thank you ever so much, Shannon. And um, when's the? I mean, obviously, I'm coming on later on. Very, uh, very honoured to come on your show later on. Uh, When's that on and uh, live, is it? And uh... Yeah, so nine o'clock, live. If anyone wants to come up, come, up, come along, I promise you, it'll be a great laugh. It, al- it always is over at the Cheese Room. So, yeah, looking forward to having you on. All right, thank you very much, Shannon. Okay. And uh, here come on the Spurs. <laughs> yeah, come on, you Spurs. <laughs> see you later. All right, see you later. Bye. All right, okay, that's Shannon from the Cheese Room podcast, Tottenham Hotspur. Um, thing. That, that was brilliant. That was last minute from, um, I messaged him about literally about two minutes before the start of the show. So uh, thank you very much for the Cheese Room podcast for um, sending, sending one of their own in. Right, okay, so we've got Bjorn said 2-2, uh, 1-0 to the Orns. Um, we've also got, we'll get that up as well. That's from Stuart Higgins. Apologies, it has got Facebook users. So there is a link above our heads, guys. So if you're on TaylorMade Army on the forum, uh, you want your name up in lights, just click that link before you um, comment. If not, we'll just flash it up anyway. Right, on the on the uh, topic of Sizoko, and obviously we've, we had Shannon delving much more, and we pretty much, if anyone didn't know about him, you certainly do know now. But <laughs> Les has said, this is the first comment we had. He says, is a 26-year-old a th- uh, for a 32-year-old a good signing? I know, like I say, I completely agree with Shannon, you, you're, getting, you're getting a French international, current French international, bags of experience, Premier League experience, international experience. I think, he may, Les, I mean, Les, I know the guy and we, we know him. He talks a lot of sense, this man. And uh, I think he may be um, asking that more towards the longevity of the of the both players. But, you know, like we've just been told, you know, you're swapping a championship player for a, a seasoned Premier League. Well, I mean, veteran now. I mean, at 32, you can pretty much call him a Premier League veteran, can't you? Yeah, yeah, I, I can see where Les is coming from. He, do, he does make sense, but yeah, Hughesy didn't want to stay. It's a shame, you know, I wanted to keep him, but you can't keep players that don't want to stay anymore. You, you've got to move on. And Unfortunately, Sissoko, even at 32, is a is a bloody good signing, especially at this late time in the transfer window. I, it didn't even cross my mind, Sissoko, to be honest. None no, neither him, did me, it? no, definitely Then he popped up and... Uh, then it popped up, and I was like, you know, wow, what a, you know, what a signing that is. Um, I do take Les's point, but on another point, you're getting bags of experience. You're getting a French international. Yeah. You know, you're getting a good, strong player, and you know, he might be that age, but we can swap him with um, what's the other bloke, Gucci or whatever, the other midfielder. He's thirty-two. Yeah. At least with him here, you could change them. Two sort of different players, but you could swap them after every game you'll probably get more out of both of them I think so by, you could play you know, both having Dino. one game having the next up yeah, yeah you could play both of them to be fair as well if you had sitting two you could have those if you if he reverts it to a two in midfield with three one you could have both of yeah. them sitting there or a bit like when we had against Villa we had three central midfielders the Tubu 
um, Kuka and we had Clevs as well as a three. Yeah. I mean, you could do that as well. But like you said, if if not, and he feels that he can't accommodate both of them, like you said, chop and change. You know, it might slightly yeah. unsettle them, but, you, you know, that's an option anyway. Um, right, team news. Uh, it's flashed up anyway in the graphic. Um, but uh, Fozzie's got a small hamstring injury. Obviously, we, we assume that Backman was going to start anyway. But we're looking at um, Elliot as the substitute goalkeeper on Sunday. Um, Pedro's almost there. He's not quite, but hopefully um, he's off the foot knee injury suffered in July. So, intra- you know, positive signs um, regarding Pedro. Uh, Shalabar recovering from recent illness and he's working with a medical team to return to full training. So, mate, I mean, that's uh, at least two, the bottom two that we see there. That's a very encouraging, especially another midfielder and another striker. Yeah, 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 too right. Yeah, it'd be great to have them two back in the team, especially Shalabar. I think he's going to be really... So is Pedro, but, you know, we've got a lot... Pedro's going to... Well, I do love Pedro. He's going to find... Don't want to say difficult, but we got some very good attackers there. Shalabar, on the other hand, could be very valuable to this... Well, he is valuable to this team and valuable to survival. Again, bag full of experience. Great at breaking up play. Great relationship with Cleverly. And, yeah, it's... It's going to be interesting. It's going to be very interesting. But again, two great players to come back. Yeah, and also I'd just like to say the graphic um, uh, putting out there as well. Um, Gosling is still unavailable. You know, he's still there. You know, he's one of those. I don't think yeah, he'll yeah. get many starts now. I think January will probably go out on loan. That's not knocking the guy. I think he still can do a job. Um, yeah. be it not 20 games this season, but I still think he can be there, you know, in more of a sub player, but can still do a decent, relevantly decent job for us. I mean, you look at this, I mean, it's totally off the topic, but you look at the players that Reading are signing at the moment. They signed the ex-Barcelona player, Halizic or whatever he's called. Jesus, what a signing he is. Um, so, <laughs> you know, he can still do a job in the championship if we, obviously, if we don't, if you don't get many games with us, he'd probably go on loan, but uh, yeah, he's another one coming back. He's just basically beefing the squad up. So we've got, like I say, Gosling again, plenty of experience. Right, okay. So this is st- this is TMA Friday Night Live. We've had Shannon on uh, from the Cheese Room Podcast, Tottenham uh, fanzine. Uh, Les, I'm not going, sadly, mate, but I will see you at the Wolves game. Uh, that I will promise you. Um, Super Down Grimley's on Dino. Oi, oi, he's saying. <laughs> yeah, uh, Mr. Cheeseman, Sir Les, has said... Uh, I've heard um, he did want to stay, but the Pozzo said he left he left it too late and they have moved on. Uh, they don't stand still, to be fair. It's a shame with Hughes. He's um, fantastic. And the glamorous Katie Ellicott's favourite player as well, might I add. So she'll be absolutely gutted. Um, we'll confirm that and affirm uh, that very shortly in the uh, the fans' um, was it the, the fans' verdict as well on Sunday. That's another thing as well, guys and girls. Um, we've got another five, five to ten minutes, but... We will. It will be a a fans verdict instead of TMA Sunday Night Live. We'll sort of sort of intermix it because we've got the, obviously the game Sunday. So um, we'll still throw it out there for all your topics, but we'll um, mainly talk about the result. But like I said, if you um, got any um, other Watford related topics, we will be throwing them out as well and answering them and getting as much answers um, from those questions as possible. Right? Okay. So um, they're saying like she's talking more. Uh, Talking uh, more sense regarding Spurs. Uh, we've got, um, like I say, Bjorn 2-2. Uh, we've also got um, from Ian Hiles. He says, so long as we stay up and surprise a few teams, age isn't an issue. That's what we've got, obviously, regarding 
the likes of Kuka and um, obviously new signing this afternoon, uh, Musa Sissoko. But yeah, I mean, Dino, mate, I mean, that's pretty much spot on for me in there. Because who cares? And we said this before when we were out sniffing around Ashley Young, or apparently were, that, you know, the, these players are there, that we're not, we're not signing them on six-year deals here. You know they're they're good pl- they're good players. They're there to and a bit like Ronaldo at United. He's not there for five or six yeah. years. He's there to you know try and get them to where they need to go. And that's a similar sort of scenario, same sort of principles with the likes of Sissoko and Kuka and and Danny Rose. You know they're there to get us where we need to be, and that's just to sustain our Premier League um, Premier League status, mate. So uh, what do you reckon? Yeah. Um, Lineup wise, result wise, uh, we've already. I mean, <laughs> how's this going to play out, mate? I did ask at the start, but I. Uh, um, talking for Britain over you, mate. I would Sorry. go. I'd go Batman, even though Foster was very good against Palace. To be fair, you know, I thought Palace at times were the better team, and Foster done a couple of good saves. I would go Danny Rose. I was extremely impressed with him against Palace. It weren't the greatest game, don't get me wrong. I was bored shitless at times. <laughs> <laughs> it weren't the most ent- it weren't the most entertaining, but what what I loved the most was that weren't our strongest team. And what I saw at Palace, that was near enough their first team. That weren't far off their strongest squad. So I would start the entire backboard that started against Palace. That that includes Naki, Naki Dell, whatever his name is, because he was yeah. very good. With Serato and Trent Econ. Um, midfield, God, it's tough, isn't it? Um, I'd like to start. Good, what's his name? The one we like, one from Palmer. It's gonna take me a if, yeah, yeah. if he was fit, absolutely. Probably with cleverly. God, Sissoko. I was thinking of doing, yeah, yeah, if, yeah, yeah, Sazoka, mate. And I was thinking of doing a big change up front because he really impressed me. And that was Fletcher. I, I'm i not saying this because he got the goal. I was amazed how quick he was. At times, he showed this great bit of pace I did not know he had. I would love to chuck him in the centre and I'd probably drop Semmer. I'd have Sar out on right. I'd try Dennis on the left and I'd have Fletcher in the centre because I think we need a bit of height at top. I think I'd take that risk. I'd have a go against Spurs. I'm not saying this is a giveaway. We can do Spurs, but I would... I know people will probably shoot me down for this and probably say Hernandez will also mm. put in that gorgeous ball, but I would honestly try Fletcher up top and put Saar on the right and put Dennis on the left. If not, Hernandez and drop Dennis, but again, Dennis doesn't deserve to be dropped because he looks no. very good as well. I'd look at trying that because, like I said, in because Fletcher scored, he really... Might be just a one-off, but he really did impress me, and he looked powerful, strong, and bloody quick. I was amazed at his pace at times. Yeah, score. What do you reckon it's going to be, mate? I hate to say it. I agree with the girl. Three nil. That's in the back of my head. The Spurs. I don't want to be negative. I just, I think we'd be in the game for the half. I think that'd be one nil up. I just, I think so. I trouble them at times. I just think it's too early to play them. I think Nuno's got them drilled at the moment. City struggled. I think we will. I hope I'm wrong. I'm not saying we can't do it because we can. We can beat anyone in this league. We've proven that, but I just think it's too early. And with Harry Kane coming back now all of a sudden, I just think Kane and Song are just going to be that little bit too much for Sarrell and Ekholm. Yeah. Uh, my heart says obviously 2-1, uh, pitch predictor, <laughs> but my head says probably 
two three nil Spurs if uh, they're on they're on Son Son yeah. or Song <laughs> uh, they're on Son. Uh, I do think and. Like I say, um, Shannon Tottenham fan that came on um, earlier that did allude to the fact that Ali didn't... Obviously, his confidence was not for six, obviously, with Jose. The way Jose tried to motivate him obviously didn't work. I know people say, well, how do you motivate someone by saying he's not a bad, uh, not a good trainer? But, you know, there is <laughs> weird and wonderful ways. You know, Brian Clough, for instance, you know, tried certain ways that seemed to have worked. But I think if... Uh, Looking on the evidence of how Nuno's working with Ali, it's going to be tough trying to shackle him. And obviously, Kane committing his future. You're looking at probably Kane starting up front for them. Um, we've got a couple of people. Golden Boy saying 2-1 loss. TH saying uh, lose 2-0, but hoping for a dream draw. Yeah, I think the, the best result... I mean, the best result we can do is probably like a 1-0 or 2-1. Uh, I think realistically, possibly a 1-0. Uh, if I'm going to... If I'm going... If I'm, yeah, I think we're looking at both. I mean, I, I would, yeah, I'll be. It'd be great for a one-all, get a draw. Just, oh, yeah. you know, I, I, I want to get on that winning run once again, or not winning run, just just to win a game just before the international break, and obviously coming on, coming yeah. hot on the heels of the Wolves game as well. You know, at home, so it'd be it'd be great. But it's going, it's a tough ask. They're a good side. They're like like. We've already been pointed out, you know, they've beaten City already. Okay, be it the first game of the season. They haven't, I don't believe they conceded a goal either. <laughs> so, be tough to break them down. Percy, I, I, I can see where you're going with Ngakia on right back. I think Backman, Kiko, if he's fit. Serrata, I think he'll play Trista Kong. Uh, I'm not 100% convinced by him, but I think Trista Kong, no. definitely Danny Rose at left back, I think. If he's, if he's, Recovered and he's okay. Then definitely um, Danny Rose, midfielder. If we can play Sissoko cleverly, um, I think Sissoko cleverly. And then if we play a three, it'll probably be something like. Uh, I mean Fletcher's pace. I mean you had more understanding for me. Fletcher's pace, you know, fantastic. I do think he'll probably be on the bench personally. I mean, it'd be great. A fair play to him if he starts. I mean, I obviously I'll, I'll support him. I'll be willing him to score goals and all that. But I think Dennis will be the man up front. Uh, Hernandez and Saar on the wings and I think we'll put someone else behind them so it's tricky I think Atubu as well I think it'll be the three I think Atubu yeah. will be playing uh, Sissou- I'll be great if Sissoko and Cleverly will be there as well in the centre he may just put Sissoko he may just feel it might be too early for him and play loser in that um, yeah, centre yeah. midfield so it'll be pretty much the same as same as the Brighton game with the exception of Serie Sir- Alta and um Feminia, I think. I think that's pretty much. I don't think he'll do too many um, risk taking. But yeah, if, w- once we get everyone back, and I know people say if, 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 and we can do this the whole season. But very, very strong, very, very strong from our point of view. And we have, uh, like we said, if you're going to bring players in, they've got to be at minimum the same quality, if not better. If you're going to really kick on, and Suzuko certainly yeah. ticks all those boxes, doesn't he? Um, Right, quick, quick one just before we go because we've really got to go. Um, Dino, final word here from Golden Boys. What do you think of Suzuko? Yeah, no, I'm excited for him. If he can hit the ground running, we've got one hell of a player. I don't mind, like the girl said, that he takes a long shot. We've been missing that. We need, but it's good to see players having a long shot. It goes over, so be it. I always like a move that gets finished. I'd rather have a shot go in, but 
no, I'm very excited for that. He can give a lot of the knowledge to other players around him. And, you know, it's exciting times. Another very, very good signing for, a, a you know, a team like Watford. You know, we're not a Man City, but for Watford, that's a very, very good signing. And another, even if it's a sub, our bench or team gets stronger and stronger. So, yeah, be very excited to see him in a Watford shirt. Yeah, brilliant. As I said last word, it hasn't, so I do apologise, mate. Tom Garvey, <laughs> Major Tom, did he uh, message me earlier and promise me I was supposed to do this straight from the office regarding Deeney. He has put up a message because he unfortunately said he can't watch the pod today, but he will catch up with it. He says, if Deeney goes, then good luck to him. If he goes, then it's probably the right uh, right time, given the new talent coming in and his age, and Defo deserves a decent send-off. Fusizoko, given his experience at a high level, is a good signing. Also a bargain, given Tottenham paid £35 million for him, don't forget. And with only paying up to uh, to about £5 million. Could be a typical shrewd Pozzo signing. That's from Major Tom. So, much, should see him on Sunday. Possibly Dan Wessel. Possibly uh, the podcast skin Sir Ray as well. But definitely myself and the young man, Dino. Like we said, uh, Sunday will be more of a fan's verdict, more than a TMA Sunday Night Live. So we'll still get your topics, still, uh, so still post your topics through. We'll be mainly talking about the fallout of the game at, shall we say, the new White Hart Lane against Spurs. And we'll hopefully get one of the Cheese Room podcast um, Tottenham fans on as well to get their opinion on how the game went as well. So, uh, yeah, so... Um, yeah, I'm looking at, like I say, 3-0 probably. I probably agree with you there, mate, for Tottenham. But I am I, I, I like to, um, my heart rule my head. So 2-1 Watford, mate. So, uh, yep. yeah. Okay, so um, thank you very much, guys and girls. We'll see you a Sunday night. Uh, thank you ever so much for watching once again. Get onto YouTube, uh, like, share and subscribe to TMA uh, TV on YouTube and share, uh, show much love. And keep adding people. Um, keep everyone happy, especially moves with uh, 2,000. We're about 20 to 30 uh, to that magical 2,000 mark. So get people adding. Um, as always, you've been beautiful. We've been TMA. It's good night from the young man. It's good night from Pidge. See you later, guys. Mm-hmm.